You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Really? <laughs> That's the first words recorded from me. <laughs> yes, we just... We just go into it. <laughs> Jump right in. Well, I mean, this is one of the explicit shows we have. So, I mean, you know, I have that tag for a reason. Editing. Editing. Oh, editing. Why, why edit? Edit's, edit's no fun. We now all know where the bar winch lives. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Editing. I don't even know what editing. alum is. What is alum? Uh, ironically, being a bar winch, alum is something that you can put in food or beverage that makes one pucker. Go from there. <laughs> you just want to pucker. I, well... <laughs> And and notice I didn't say where one puckers. <laughs> right, I'm afraid. It's I, a drawing agent. It's a, a drawing. A drawing. <laughs> a puckering agent. Do, do, do you do you al- do you alum in your drawing room? <laughs> <laughs> I try not to. What what is a drawing room? <laughs> I believe a drawing room is what we would call a library, maybe, or a, or a, one where one would read books and have cocktails. If one were wealthy enough to read books, to, to have cocktails and books. Yes, as opposed to out of the back of pickup trucks, you know. <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> Go Mountaineers. Yeah, whatever. Hey, they burned their, almost burned down their town. Um, you know, this. damn. <laughs> Not a fan? For the, for the almost. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah. Nothing like a good fire to get the native people stirred up. <laughs> That's so true. I mean, you know, we were talking, me and Aaron were talking about this on when we were recording the weekly Mobcast that, um... A great business idea for Morgantown would be uh, just go around buying old couches and selling them on Friday nights before the Saturday game. Yeah. Just go ahead. Yeah. I, I like to say the other university that I attended, we, we, we were fond of our upholstered furniture, and we chose not to burn it <laughs> or to leave it on porches outside. I, I don't know. It's kind I, of like they're dogs. <laughs> do they burn their dogs? <laughs> they leave them outside, and then when they're no, no of no further use, they euthanize them. I, I don't know. How was your puppy? My puppy's doing well, thank her, you. Uh, this week, her puppy um, got injured. Well, it was a minor injury, but, you know, I love my puppy. So uh, you do was, do love your puppy. It, it was traumatic. Um, the, the children have to have to deal with that. The, bar, the bar witch has children? Well, I didn't say whose. I said <laughs> the children. Uh, she just acquires children. She's like a gypsy. She just picks them up from doorsteps and leaves them on other doorsteps. Children's alcohol... Mm-hmm. Pets, <laughs> boys. I had to get you, you are a great collector of things. I, I, I'm, I'm in that episode of uh, Star Trek, the the guy that collected data. Uh, Kivas Fajo. Kivas Fajo. I am a nerd. <laughs> well, uh, and Valeria was the woman who actually sacrificed herself so data could live. Oh! Ah, take that, nerds. Yes. The, the bar witch is not only hot, she is smart. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank so, you. so it works out for that. Um, this is actually supposed to be the intro. We've been just going off. Uh, what are you listening to? You're listening to Bros, Booze, and Movies. And this week we, uh, I hung out with the guys from the Triple Name Sports Team, Aaron Lynch Kelly and El Jefe Loco, who isn't Spanish at all. But no, <laughs> we keep pointing that out. But like he's going to change. Like he's going to one day become Spanish. Well, you know, in this part of the world, you do your best. You work with what you got. You work with what you got. And we love our El Jefe. And so uh, we watched the only sports movie I had nearby handy right now, Robot Jocks. Very frightening. It's football season. It's college football season. It is World Series. And you watch Robot Jocks. Kivas Fajo. Hey. <laughs> that explains it all. Kivas Fajo. Okay. I mean, right. what football movie would you watch? Black Sunday. 
Oh, that's a good one. Yes. We have to do a Black Sunday one. Any given Sunday. Oh, I don't know. That's that's not as good. The guy loses an eyeball in Rudy? it. Rudy. <laughs> Rudy. I don't want to watch anything heartfelt for this show. <laughs> no, no. I mean, no. it's, it's basically. I mean, if I want to watch, you know, a Hobbit, and I'd watch, you know, a Hobbit movie, not Hobbits play football. Uh, well, and not only that, but you know. Uh, a couple of guys watching a heartfelt movie, having cocktails. There, there will be tears, and we don't, we don't want to. Yeah, do Rudy, that. I cry every time I watch Rudy. <laughs> every time I cry at the end of Lord of the Rings because I'm like Rudy, Rudy. He picks up when he picks up Frodo. He's <laughs> going up Mount Doom. Is Rudy, Rudy? No one in the theater got that joke. They were all like, "Shh, be quiet." They were also all wearing capes, so or cloaks. So <laughs> maybe Rudy wasn't on their on their radar. Yeah, it is what it is, but. Uh, sh- so that's what we're watching, uh, RoboJack. So you'll enjoy the episode there. And then we will be back at the end with uh, a cocktail I, or a few, right? Uh, yes, a couple of cocktails yeah. to choose from. You have a couple of cocktails? I, I, you know, I like a couple of cocktails. A couple co- <laughs> so we may be drunk by the end of this episode. So Proving that Rocky still needs a place in the future, or I guess that was more like, Rock'em Sock'em Robots? Yeah, like a, like a, <laughs> a really cool Rock'em Sock'em Robot. You think we'd watch Real Steel, but no, we watched <laughs> Robot Jocks. Uh, hi, I'm Scotty. Uh, of course, you know you know from listening to this podcast before, but this time I am I am uh, visited by our, our good friends, the Triple Name Sports Team. Hello? For the Hello. Triple Name Sports uh, sports Team. Well, the Triple Name Sports what is it called? Podcast. Pod Sports Show. The Triple Name Sports Show. So go ahead and introduce yourself and talk um, about it. I'm Aaron Lynch Kelly. I am um, from Triple Name Sports Show. And the Weekly and, Mopcast. Yep, and the Weekly Mopcast. And um, if you knew me back in the early part of the uh, 2000s, I also had a YouTube channel. And uh, I danced to uh, Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls. Thankfully, I can't find that. Um, I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Uh, uh, please, please, people out there, uh, if you can find it, what was your name under that? Do you I, remember? I, I don't remember. Just if you found like a group of uh, husky, I don't like the, uh, you know, I like the term husky. Yeah, yeah. You can find a, a group of husky, husky um, men, um, and I use the term men loosely there. Um, if you can find a group of husky young fellas there, um, back at, like I said, the early part of the 2000s. Um, go, so, so you were like a husky boy band? Yeah, we were. <laughs> We were just, you know, we never got our fresh shake in life. Not not big market, I guess, for a husky boy band. We don't, we don't like to be um, told that we're fat. We are fluffy. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Most people would think that would be Gabriel Iglesias here. No, this is El Jefe Loco. <laughs> Arriba! And the racism just jumped up in this, <laughs> in this booth a bit. Uh, so, so yeah, um, I subjected the Triple Name Sports uh, guys to um, the closest thing to a sports movie I had <laughs> in my library right now, and that was uh, Robot Jobs, uh, Jocks um, by uh, Stuart Gordon of um, Reanimator fame. Uh, if you've not seen that, that's excellent. Uh, Robot Jocks is currently out of print uh, uh, on DVD. I had acquired it through, you know, look, the, the same guy that... Uh, you know, uh, Randall Peltz or God, uh, Gizmo, the Mogwai, same guy, same Chinese guy, sold me this copy of Robot Jocks. And so, because it's all out of Mogwai. And um, so I. It was your Christmas thing. It was my Christmas. I totally ruined my Christmas. <laughs> but uh, so I uh, subjected my good friends here to. Uh, I, I sent them a classic, I would say. I, I feel like I'm uh, much more enriched. I can live a. <laughs> 
much fuller life after seeing that classical piece of work right there. It was, my, my life feels my life is fulfilled now. <laughs> That's it for you. You're good, right? Yeah, you, peak now. You peak. Now. It's all over. Yeah, now it's all downhill. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Stuart Gordon's probably like, man, dude, there's other things out there. I'm so sorry. You look, let me tell you these other films that I did. You, you, you might like these as well. But I, it was different. Um, you know, I Pacific Rim. Yeah, it, 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 you know. All right, before we get into the, those details, let, let for the people who are at home who have not seen it or not listened to the trailer from the, the, the Weekly Mobcast or are watching it on YouTube, um, this is a giant robot movie. Uh, the uh, world has faced World War Three. Yeah. And now everyone is to, between two groups. One which we will lovingly call the USA, <laughs> and the other group we'll call not USA. <laughs> they call the Confederation. I guess it's supposed to be Russia. I mean, it's that's who the uh, generic Kurt Russell kind of reminds <laughs> me of. Is like a uh, Russian, um, like just a. If he would came out and said, "I will break you," then it would be a complete rip off of Rocky Four. But yeah, yeah, he, he you know was kind of a Kurt Russell mix with with the uh, Ivan Draco, uh, Draco or Drago, Draco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's fighting Harry Potter. Uh, Drago, yeah, I, Ivan Drago. Uh, so it's like we need Kurt Russell. He's busy. So, you know, we'll get the next best thing. <laughs> Let's get the next right thing. Uh, kind of got a little starter mullet going on. Yeah. It was, it, you know, wind suits and starter mullets. So the future, uh, in the future, in this future, um, these uh, countries fight for other pieces of territory with giant robots. And we're talking like 60 feet or, you know, these are huge, giant robots, right? That's the best way to fight them. You know, just get out there yeah. and rock and talk robot style. Right, they, they've made war illegal because World War Three was so horrible, and but we still have to have conflict because we can't make world peace. Yeah, we <laughs> too much land to <laughs> right, so world peace is not an option. And apparently, we're fighting over Alaska. Well, you know, Alaska's important. Oh yeah. Yeah, they did say lots of timber, lots of oil, lots of oil, uh, lots of oil to, lots to, Eskimos, so, to, you know. to fuel the <laughs> robots. <laughs> yeah. Cause, and, and, well, because those flying cars that were in there as well, they yeah, they were a lot of flying cars. Yeah, a lot of flying cars. Well, actually, no, I only saw the one flying car. <laughs> I'm assuming there was more. I'm assuming that, that uh, you assume a lot, sir. That Achilles <laughs> wasn't the only man on the world that in the world that had the only flying vehicle, and he can't read. Yes, that's true. Our, our hero can't read. But we'll, we'll more of that in later. Um, so um, the beginning of the movie is a battlefield. You know, debris, destruction. And one poor lone guy is like, I give up because his his, <laughs> ro- his his ro- his robot is broken. And then uh, Ivan, uh, is it I- who is the bad guy? His, his name was Alexander. Alexander, I won't keep going. That's why we have El Jefe. Uh, <laughs> Alexander is all like, uh, No, I will break it, yeah. and, and crushes the guy. And so he's dead. And so they have to get to defend Alaska. The next fight, they have to get our hero Achilles, who, um, you know, he's uh, uh, Gary Graham. I think it played him. Um, um, yes, yeah, Gary just, Graham. Uh, Gary Graham, um, who has been in a ton of stuff. If you are a sci-fi fan, you will know Gary Graham from. A, I know him from like the Alienation TV show. What he reminds <laughs> me of is like a uh, a future world Troy Aikman. So, like, imagine his, you know, football career didn't pan out and his love with Joe Buck doesn't really pan out. You know, he uh, he can give up calling, calling sports and just get back into the arena of action. So, so, basically what you're saying, it's the Dallas Cowboys without Emmett Smith, but a giant robot. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. 
And you know he's 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 just uh, just out there living the dream right there. <laughs> I second that motion. <laughs> so uh, Gary Graham, of course, you know, was in Alienation. He was in uh, Star Trek Enterprise for a while. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, I'm a, yeah, a movie called Amish Grace. Nice. That's a <laughs> classic. <laughs> I was like, wait, something we need to do on this show. Um, I'm trying. I'm just. I'm scrolling um, to see what he's done. Just tons of stuff. He has a Nash Bridges. <laughs> Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh, that's that's the coup de gras right there. Right, Star Trek and um, Walker, Texas Great Ranger. Look, six episodes of Jag. He's oh. made all the USA uh, rounds right there. <laughs> yes. No wonder I recognize him. <laughs> he might, he's that guy. He's like he's that that kind of B grade actor, that working actor who who has done a lot of things. I've seen this man on Walker and Jag. Who is this? <laughs> he's driving giant robots. I watched this with my dad. I'm looking for the, um, his uh, coach. I guess you would call him is a. Um, a, a I will just say a, a stereotype of a Texan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you're a fan of wrestling, he reminds me of Jr. from wrestling pre Bell's palsy. Jr. Those you said words. You said words. A string of words. I have no idea what those are. So please explain this to me. All right, um, I grew up being a big fan of wrestling, you know, coming from a single-parent household. I guess that's what a lot of single-parent uh, Husky boys do. They just watch WWE, or WWF, excuse me. Back in the day, I've, now I know WWF. Yeah, WWF, WCW, but uh, JR is like this commentator, um, and he just was a good old boy from Oklahoma. and he, uh, he's, he was a Sooner Boomer. Yeah, he's a Sooner Boomer, and he's just a huge... Uh, Huge old country boy wears a cowboy hat and everything. He didn't wear the ascot that this guy wore in the film, but uh, <laughs> ascots were a big thing in they, this film. They, yeah, it's a common theme they're, in that film. They're, they're also dangerous if they're wearing. You know, you're going to die. Yeah, yeah, you're going to get shot. Ascots yeah. are kind of evil. You know, yeah. something bad's going to happen if you're wearing an ascot, or you're going to cause something bad. Be tough to, I guess, pull off the ascot. So and he did. No lie, he did. He was pretty he tough. Ascot, giant black hat. I mean, you walked in. He's a big dude. He was a. I would say he was husky. Yeah, he was he was definitely a husky fellow. Husky fellow, ascot, wearing a one piece jumpsuit. Suit. Cow- I think he had cowboy boots on too. I, I, I mean, know this. <laughs> well, you know, with a name like Tex. <laughs> um, and so uh, Tex was a uh, a retired robot jock. He um, won a big fight and retired, and now as a I guess he's a coach he's or a coach mentor or something. He's the Wade Phillips of. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely, um, yeah, he, he's a heavy sweater. He's a heavy, well, big guys, man. Yeah, he's a heavy sweater. Well, like, they're, are they in the desert in this movie? Well, they're out there, or are they? Because part, part of it they are. Yeah. I mean, most of the, the majority of the movie's fights take place in Death Valley in California, yeah. which is, I guess, the hottest place in the um, United States. I don't know if it's the hottest place in the world, but it's a pretty hot place. Yeah. Uh, you know what's the hottest place in the world? Um, it's a very desert. <laughs> Is the Sahara Desert hotter than Death Valley? I'm pretty sure. All right. Uh, Your life depends on this. (laughs) (laughs) We'll sacrifice you to our podcast god. Like uh, like, like Castro. (laughs) Like the soccer players. That's what happens. So we have continuity between the shows. (laughs) Common themes. Common themes, right? Common themes. So uh, uh, Achilles is next up to fight. Texas training him. They're also training a group of... um, Test two babies? Yep, TBs. <laughs> this is what they call not, the film. Not, not tuberculosis. <laughs> Which El Heavy seems to have at the moment. <laughs> El Heavy are longer. I <laughs> know. Oh, Tombstone, that's another movie we need to do one night. Um, so, 
there's these test tube guys that are are fighting a killer. They're training, and one gets mad because he gets beaten. Because you know the hero has to win these yeah. things. That's what you know. It's written in the script. Yeah, he just didn't read that part. No, he was like, well, maybe he couldn't read as well. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't read. Maybe that's a the common theme of the movie. Yeah, which is a weird... Okay, let's talk about that first. We find out in the movie that our hero, Achilles, cannot read. But he can operate a giant robot. And drive a flying car. Drive a flying car. And uh, he, I, <laughs> the movie really kind of lost his continuity with the whole not reading thing when he, um, after he's lost that first match or whatever... And he's walking down the hallway, and somebody right next to the prenatal poster is a poster of him, and they drew like um, glasses and like a devil mustache on him. Yeah, the classic. You know. Yeah, just classically defacing his uh, picture. But then it says coward on it, and he's standing there, and like you can tell he's obviously reading it. Reading it, but this guy can't read. So you, I mean, there's no way he's staring at that picture that long. Back, like, oh, wait a second, that guy looks like me. Cow. I, I can't do it. Words are hard. <laughs> I just can't do it. I'm just gonna fight stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, appara- one, uh, apparently that's a career. Um, so uh, among the back to the test tube people, um, among the test tubes is a woman. Yep, the only woman. Uh, the only woman. Yeah, the only woman test tuber. Well, we saw. <laughs> we saw. Yeah, test tuber or tubies as yeah, they tubies, tubies, as tubies. as they called them. Uh, Athena. Um, she. Um, was um what, <sighs> trying to des- describe her with being gentle. Um, well, I will go with boyish. <laughs> yeah, if if anybody can remember, um, again, this could be another wrestling throw throw out right here. If you can remember The Rock when he first joined uh, wrestling as as a young Rocky Malboa, um, <laughs> or however you say his Mom, last yeah. name, um, when he first joined, that's exactly what she looked like. Add a rat tail to that. A young rock. Yeah, all the tubies have rat tails. Not, I guess it's the only way you can tell them. Like it's genetically in, engineered into them that they have to have. A but rat th- tail. they're curled up like scorpion tails, so it's like a scorpion rat tail. Maybe once they become a full fighter, like the tail just drops and like it, they can put a bead in it or whatever. Or like plug it into something like an avatar. <laughs> Maybe just plug it in my mech suit right here. But yeah, they the tubies they were definitely rocking some. Uh, they are rocking some, some rat tails, pretty hardcore. And I'm proud to see rat tails. Like <laughs> that's uh, right, you are a fan of the rat tail. I'm a fan of rat tails, mullets, guys with ponytails. Uh, it's just I, I want it. I, I coming from a kid who used to rock a pineapple haircut. And if anybody doesn't know what a pineapple, <laughs> you know, I was about to ask, what's a pineapple? Pineapple haircut. Okay. Um, my mom was weird about me getting my haircut, so she was always like. You know, you can't, you can buzz your head, because I played sports all, all year, so I always ran hot in the summertime, so I, all my friends were getting buzz cuts and mohawks and stuff like that, and I was like, come on, mom, let me do it. She's like, no, you, you're not getting rid of all your pretty hair. So, <laughs> so what I, what we came up with was uh, I'd go to the barbershop, and I'd get almost all my hair cut off, and I would just leave bangs. So it'd be skin tight, or not skin tight, but it'd be like, you know, about, probably about a, uh, He's a one on the on the guard. That is pretty pretty. Yeah, pretty skin tight. Pretty skin, yeah. Um, and just leave me bangs. And so imagine just like a buzz cut head with just a just holding your hand over your forehead. That's wow. My my cousin gets that haircut all the time. It's <laughs> it's a pretty nice hair. I'm glad it's coming back. And also, I used to fancy myself as kind of like a Dennis Rodman of sorts. <laughs> of course you did. Of course you did. So what I would do is um, I would dye my bangs. Cause I was a rebel and a wild child, so um, I would have. Okay, 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 okay. Let me back this up. Let me back this up. Let me get this straight. Your mother let, didn't let you cut all your hair. Yes, want to keep my pretty hair. Uh, but 
let you go ahead and just die your bangs. Yeah, well, it was the, the, the temporary dye that only lasted for, you know, just a few days or whatever. But she let me constantly keep putting it in there. So I, I probably got done irrefutable damage to my bangs. <laughs> I'll probably, like, go, like, be LeBron uh, James-style bald. Yeah, so you, do, you, know, so you don't grow out your bangs because they're all blonde yeah, and, all and dying and, and like brittle. Brittle and just getting ready to fall off my head. But, yeah, I, I, like I said, I fancied myself a Dennis Rodman of sorts um, amongst the uh, church league basketball teams. And so uh, I, uh, I would die my, die my pineapple. Were you, did, could you slam dunk? No, oh, I wish I could slam dunk. <laughs> I wish I could slam dunk now. Like, that's one of my one regrets out of life is I'll never be able to slam dunk on, like, a real rim unless I lower it to, like, I don't know, like, three feet tall. We'll get you a trampoline. You, do you remember several years ago when they had the trampoline street ball leagues? I know, right? I slam ball. Yeah. Slam ball. Slam ball was amazing. I would have so played slam ball. One of my, I dropped out of college many years ago. One of my favorite things about Spike TV, when Spike TV launched, they had slam ball. And I saw some horrific ankle injuries. Yeah, yeah. Guys <laughs> would definitely come off that wrong and just, <laughs> just snap it. So, uh, <laughs> it's probably would have been a better movie than the one we watched. But... <laughs> I, like I, I, I want Slam Ball to come back, and I want XFL to come back, like it, like it was branded, right? Like you know, it was the No Rules League, but then they get called for holding. It's like, come on, I wanted like Mutant League football. Like <laughs> I want to see you be able to rip off this guy's arm, and, and you know, just do all kinds of evil, nasty things. <laughs> Stone Cold Stunner him. You, you kind of would like the Running Man. Yes, I do. I do. Like, it's, it's a... <laughs> yeah, that would be a great TV show for you. We get a couple of convicts, we throw them on an island, and to see what happens. Yeah, I mean, hey, you know, give it, if they win, they get freedom <laughs> and some money because you know you don't want them to commit any more crimes. You guys are basically giving off the plot to the condemned. The condemned. Wait, is that Stone Cold Steve Austin's movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good movie. Yeah, as you can tell, I'm a huge fan of wrestling. I can tell. <laughs> I, I'm such a huge fan of wrestling. What I did and was that's the, the bottom school. line. <laughs> and, and that's the bottom line because that knows so. I know some stuff about wrestling like, too. I did a um, social studies repair or social studies fair report, and like at my school, like you got to move on like to the civic center or whatever. I'm pretty sure my teachers were just cruel people. <laughs> <laughs> mine was on whether wrestling was real or not. Did the whole diorama. Did all this, you know, all this great research and everything like that. And uh, consulted Pro Wrestling Weekly. So, uh, big shout out to that company that's no longer in business. <laughs> but just know that you shaped this young man's life. Um, but yeah, I did a report, got destroyed, didn't claim anything at the science fair. <laughs> uh, but I did win my school. So, either they made. You know, those, congratulations. I, that's, yeah, I, small I, victories. I'm going to put that on my resume, I think. You should. You should your LinkedIn, right there. <laughs> put it You're right there. Sports broadcaster, <laughs> winner, winner of Bridgeview Social State <laughs> Fair. <laughs> 1994. Hey, that was five years after this movie. <laughs> Which actually has a little bit of wrestling if you in it if you count slamming people with um, robot fists and stomping on them. Yeah, I mean, hey, it was like I, like, I mean, I know looking back at it. Like from like right now. Oh like, my I like how you looked at it like wistfully, like you saw it like <laughs> oh, years ago when I watched. When I, when I was a young lad, saw this movie. When I first saw this, when I was a husky young fella, <laughs> I um, oh, about ninety. <laughs> I looked longingly about this, but um, you know, comparing it to like movies nowadays, like obviously this movie looks terrible compared to nowadays. But I'm sure, like as a young kid watching this. Like, this blew your mind. Like, how, when you first saw it, I know you. Yeah, I, I saw it in theaters. Me and my dad saw it in theater in Mobile, Alabama. We saw it at uh, Bel Air Theater, which was a small two 
two theater theater if that makes sense two screen theater that's what i say two th- screen theater right by our mall one we had t- two miles uh, we still i guess we still have two malls over there but the theater's no longer there we saw that and based on the the trailer the of you know achilles at the end of the movie he you know, he's going to fight Alexander and gets into the mech and he says, I'm going to get into this thing and I'm going to kick your, but they didn't say, they didn't say ass. They cut, cut it away. And at yeah. 12 years old, I'm like, I can't wait to see this guy say ass. <laughs> I'm excited to see I don't care what it costs. I'm going <laughs> to see it's this. Like, Take my money, please. Now. And take all of it. But I, for me watching it, uh, again, um, you know, I liked, you know, it, like, the claymation is really good though. Yeah, I, it really, it, it really, really is. I, I wouldn't have known it was claymation until you pointed it out. What did you I, think it was? <laughs> I don't know. Action I don't know giant robots. <laughs> I, action figures. Oh my god, they had real giant robots back then. Well, I mean, okay, so okay, it's not really clay. I guess, I guess, it's stop motion. Yeah, it's yeah. stop motion. So you're right. It's like action. It's like robot chicken, but you know, way, way worse. But you got to understand, it's you know, eighty nine. At its time, though, I'm sure that was pretty. Right, right so up there with groundbreaking. It's like 25 years old, so it's, I mean, I don't know if it was groundbreaking because <laughs> you know the movie cost about seven million dollars to make it and only made about 1.6 million. So a lot of people um, got fired for because of this movie. <laughs> well, the whole the company Empire, uh, Empire um, um, went bankrupt because of this film. And um, yeah, hey, cool, we're still recording. <laughs> Sometimes when the screensaver goes up, we get a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh no, no, no! Start revving the computer tower. Don't die on me here. <laughs> yeah, don't die on us. Um, but I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I remember seeing, um, I saw it in the theaters, and I was at this point, there was no toys. I was oh, like, no toy line. There was no toy line, because, I mean, it didn't make any money, so, there, you know. Maybe that's how they could have recouped some of their money. Right. I would have, I mean, that would have been a cool toy, but I mean, I guess they were like, well, Transformers will probably sue us if we, uh, <laughs> if we make some toys. Yeah, I mean, it's not really that Transformery. I mean, the end, okay, so, cut to the chase. The, there's, um... What year is it supposed to be set in? Uh, 20-something. Hold on. Let's see if I can find out. I'll, I'll look on. Because I'm just going to say, like, right now, like like I said on that big tenant about um, me liking weird hairstyles, I'm ready for this future. Like, it's jumpsuits, <laughs> like Adidas track shoot, suits. In high school, I used to rock nothing but velour track suits. So um, I was pretty styling. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for the Adidas track suit and the uh, the onesies and, and the rat tails. Like, I'm, I'm all for this future. <laughs> Can't wait for it. Actually. Uh, the only number I've got for this, and fans uh, of this film, if you're listening, please, I hope so. You can always uh, te- uh, tweet us on that at Mobcast Network, um, and then you know hashtag uh, uh, Mobcast to find and just tell us what the movie is. But the um, according to Wikipedia, it's 50 years after after a nuclear holocaust, so you know probably between 2050 and 2100. So we're we're kind of getting close to this. Getting I mean, not, close, not too close, but but yeah, that was a big thing in the eighties. The yeah. nuclear holocaust threat. I mean, um, Cold War uh, was about to end, and we no idea that Russia was going to go through whatever Russia went through. Um, I mean, there's I mean, nuclear war was a theme of a lot of eighties movies. A lot yeah. of my favorite ones. I mean, <laughs> Terminator. You know, you've got the whole term, you know, the whole yeah. post apocalyptic nuclear future with uh, Skynet. I, I like the scene in when when you first see it as the Tanks roll over the the skulls and I'm yeah. like, you know, I'm like six years old going, this is it's like the greatest heavy metal album cover ever. And it's like yes. And um, of course, uh, in '83, ABC ran um, a made-for-TV movie called um, um, The Day After, 
and it was literally the day after nuclear war and it was um it's available on dvd and it's it's bizarre it's 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 really really bizarre but it's supposed to be like authentic and you know this is really what could happen and steve gutenberg's in that and uh, dreamscape have you seen dreamscape i don't think so that's a movie we have to sh- share share with you that's um dennis quaid who can travel in people's dreams <laughs> and he goes to travel in the president's dream because the president has this big summit but he can't stop dreaming about nuclear war and so it's got some really interesting sequences in that. You can't stop dream, dreaming about nuclear war. Right, he's just like, I, I can't stop dreaming. Help me. I can't focus. <laughs> That's all I ever think about. That's all I do. He's <laughs> so worried about it. Just, a, just got some problems. And apparently he caused it because there's nuclear war in this film. <laughs> um, so we, like we said earlier, way back when we got off, before we got off track, um, they were fighting for Alaska. Achilles is fighting um, Alexander for Alaska. And they're fighting in Death Valley. And so... You know, Achilles has got this cool white and red kind of, you know, Reebok looking. Yeah, it's, it's pretty sweet. It's it? like the 90s. I wish you could have the pump. Yeah, the, the, the little basketball pump on the, on the tongue of your shoe. <laughs> Robot. And, um, of course, Alexander's all in black, so we have the whole, you know, white versus black, good versus evil thing. Um, Alex, uh, Here's the thing I don't get. There are spectators on the battlefield. I've got a giant robot that could fall. Spoiler alert, it does. <laughs> But we are, we're going to... Whole families are there. El Hefe, Children's. Yeah. yeah. How often I notice this kid... kid and, everybody, and everybody's wearing um, uh, painter's dusk masks because, I guess, you know... It, that it, will, it will protect you from nuclear radiation. I guess so. I, you know, you know, it's been 50 years. I mean, just, the air is bad, I guess. Yeah. And But there's just one kid sitting on this guy's shoulder, or I guess his dad's shoulder, and he's got a little weird-looking teddy bear. Just jazzed up to be he's there. He's like, I can't... Yay! Dad got me tickets to this. <laughs> Fight. I don't know if there's school back then, but this kid was definitely cut in school. Right, he definitely. <laughs> he, sh- he should have stayed in school. Well, that he day. can't read. <laughs> My hero can't read. <laughs> I don't need read. I can aspire to greatness. But so uh, they have this big fight, and it starts out with, of course, with missiles and machine guns and lasers, lasers, which were weird because, yeah, like, he's like, I have a secret weapon, a green laser, and then it gets reflected by a mirror, yeah. a giant mirror, but it just gets reflected. Okay, for those at home who don't understand this, a laser is light, and light is a wave. And even if you reflect it, it just doesn't go just so far. It keeps going. And this goes like, eh, it's like a lightsaber. It doesn't only go so far. So the physics on this is kind of off, but, you know, nerd. (laughs) (laughs) So the jocks are going to beat me up. Uh, And um, then they decided that the, the referees who are... Are the most sharply dressed people here. They are. They are. They're definitely uh, some uh, trendsetters, and I like their little thing they're flying around <laughs> on. There's four of them. They're backs to each other, but this flying car thing, and their, their, their helmets look like a black wiffle ball. <laughs> Might have been what it was. It's like it's like it's like the worst world's worst wrestling helmet, you know. Yeah. And so um, the the refs come in after after a few I guess a few rounds. And ch- change the uh, shut off the, the the offensive weapons, and so they make them go to hand to hand. What's the clobbering an- time? Yeah, they call it yeah, the clobbering time. What's the announcer lovingly said? And now it goes to man to man. Wait a minute, they're in giant robot suits. It goes to robot man. Robot <laughs> man, right? Doesn't really flow off the tongue as well as man to man, but you know that's what we have. Um, there's a there's a small little fist fight. Uh, um, Alexander launches a fist. At uh, Achilles, and it's on its way to crush the spectators 
and Achilles gets up and gets in the way, gets hit by it. His giant robot crashes into the spectators, killing 300 of them. And the thing is, like, I don't think that fist would have killed all those people. I don't think so either. Maybe half of them would have died, but at least the other half would have been able to go home at the end of the day and be like, oh, my God, I was there when that fist flew into the stands that day. That little kid could have lived on. Yeah, I mean. And And not read in the future. But instead, uh, old, um, old Achilles... Took that uh, body shot right there, and like he was on the ground too. Right, and he gets up to do you know the heroic thing and swat the fist away. Somehow he gets hit and uh, takes out takes out the three hundred people in the stadium. So I like uh, how you just did color on that. <laughs> <laughs> it comes natural. We had to do play by play and color on Robot Jackson. <laughs> but it yeah, I mean it was just uh, and of course this causes a big stink. Um. The, the match is declared a draw, which is makes no sense. I mean, I understand, like, as a writer, it's like, well, this is how we get the plot for it. Yeah, we'll just get it going after this. <laughs> this movie will be way too short if this ends right here with Russia defeating America. <laughs> so, um, Achilles retires. He's like, I've done my ten fights. I'm out. And everyone calls him a coward. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm with him on this. I did my ten fights, and I just killed three hundred people. people. I'm I, dropping the mic. I'm out. You know, at worst, in this fight between me and this other robot, I would have killed one person, but instead, I've killed three hundred. So, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and just retire right here. Right. Perhaps now. I'm really bad at this, and perhaps I should learn to read. I'm gonna go focus on myself for once. And his brother is a like I guess an author <laughs> or a reader. Or a reader. <laughs> he because he asked him how the reading business is, and so maybe that's what he does for a living. He learns to you know he, he's. One of the few people who can read. Phonics. And he's like, all right, Dale Hefe, here's let's teach you to read. Uh, <laughs> words. <laughs> words and stuff. Um, oh, no, math. <laughs> yeah, that'd be more scary. So he retires. The two bees would get all mad, call him a coward. And um, he get, uh, I th- uh, Achilles gets drunk <laughs> and um, wakes up naked. And Athena, who got him home, is watching him naked, which is... Why he's sleeping in his... It's just sleeping. He's like, you look, I'm sleeping. I can see everything. And, and she's watching him, not because she finds him sexually attractive. She's watching this find out if he's... Why he's a hero. Yeah. Why he's a champion. And apparently, his scarred up body and little dick is not going to be there for it. <laughs> I like his... Uh, perf- his... his uh- his chest hair definitely looked like a heart. Like he had uh, manscaped that into a heart. And it might have just been some wishful thinking on my behalf right there, but I might have to go back and see. Okay, all right. I'm going to be honest with you. I have seen this movie 10, 15 times Never in my picked life. Up on that. Never picked up on that. <laughs> now I'm going to go back and I'll be like, oh, was, was Aaron right? <laughs> was Aaron right about that? Oh my God, he does have a heart shaped chest hair. So he, him and his heart shaped chest hair, kick her out of uh, his apartment and. Or dojo. I can't really. Yeah, see. It's, it's 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 a weird like futuristic dojo with it's like uh, it's like a paper mache house. Like a uh, it, um. Which well, serves no purpose. I don't get the. Y- yeah, cause like, what was the point of him looking through the torn wall to to see more wall? Like I don't. Did you, did you notice the weird Tetris decoration that was? Yeah. What was in that? What was the point of that crystal thing that kept like? <laughs> it was like, hey, this is like in my fishbowl with crystals, you know. This is my uh, future crystal bowl, and uh, not to be confused with my uh, crystal meth bowl. It's, I keep that over here. But, they had a cool fridge, though. I like the fridge that were in the wall. And yeah. That was pretty sweet. It was a, it was a, it was a pretty cool house. Um, his, oh, his closet. closet. His closet. <laughs> he only apparently needs a sports jacket. Well, yeah. Um, a, pair, a pair of khakis. khakis pair of khakis. pair of khakis. Um, a jumpsuit. Uh, well, right, yeah. The jacket for the jumpsuit, and that was, and like a dote, like a um, the thing, uh, the komodo. Is that what they're called? The things that they fight in karate in? Sure, yeah, sure. Like, our gi, maybe yeah, a gi. Yeah, 
And that, that's all he had in his closet. And so he picks up his uh, his onesie, his jumpsuit, and, and, and starts getting dressed. No underwear. Yeah, no. Hey, I'm and, with him right and, there. And, okay, all right. It has a zipper. Yeah. And you've got to be kind of careful. He that, was not. He that, just, that, just was like... All gung ho. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, I won't lie. I would have made it on the first try. That would have been like five or six takes. Yeah, ah, yeah. yeah, definitely would have been a little worried there. Hey, but I'm with him right there on the no underwear train. That it's an unnecessary piece of clothing. A little bit of information about myself there. If you're picking up on that, ladies, he's not single. I'm not. I have a common law wife. I I, I don't feel comfortable in here now. LFA single though. LFA single. I've slept in a room with him before. Hit me up, ladies. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to get. El <laughs> do you have a Twitter uh, handle yet? El, do you have an El Jefe? T- <laughs> I have to make an El Jefe Twitter. You have to do an El Jefe Loco Twitter. You have to. I, 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 you know what? I will do that tonight. All right, so... so homework. So, <laughs> your homework. All right, so uh, you can catch El Jefe at, at El Jefe Loco. If not, I will correct that at the end of this podcast when I do the, the, the update. And I will update what his Twitter is. Um, because he, he needs it to have a Twitter. So you ladies can you know, send your pictures. He likes Russian brides. He does. <laughs> He's a big fan of Russian brides. He got excited when he saw Alexander. He's like, maybe he's got a Russian bride in that giant robot. Maybe he's got a sister I can uh, hit up after this show. Oh, speaking about the tubies and sisters, the the I guess they were the bad tubies, the Swedish rock band that was like in the bar. You know what they reminded me of? Do you watch Futurama? I, I do. You know Ma's children or yeah, whatever? Yeah, Ma, yeah, Mom's kids. Yeah, you know like the really dopey, tall one with the uh, with a little bit of hair, the one that they always slap around? Right. Those looks exactly like I think all one four of them look like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they definitely um. I think where do you find four people that look like that? Beck, hold on. I need to go over here and just find these uh two, three, four guys. I need four guys. Yeah, four guys who uh, just look <laughs> dopey, dopey, dopey. I need I need a quintet of dopeys. <laughs> Give me some you know, a dopey quintet. I will travel the world to find these. Maybe that's where they spent their budget on. The Seven million dollars worth on uh, the stop motion action figures and looking for a Swedish rock band. I need to find these guys. Where are they? <laughs> Here, here, here's a jumpsuit. Put so, around. so uh, they quit. Uh, he uh, Achilles quits, gets drunk. We we passed that. He uh, goes home to his brother, which we've uh, his wife, his brother's wife, as like she's she's on her sixth kid because uh, because of the living third bedroom. They get a third bedroom apartment. If they get six kids. I would just be alone. I'd be like, I'll take a closet. I don't think I can handle six kids. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I could handle six kids. So his brother, you notice his office is um, just glass walls. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's got to be able to keep an eye on those kids. <laughs> what do you think that get, get distracted? That's why he's got his wife there. I'm just, what else is she doing? Really... Well, I mean, if he's just reading, I mean, you really don't need that much concentration. You can just kind of just like power through it and just be like, the dog jumped over the moon. Like, I mean, you know, real monotone, just hate your life, whatever. <laughs> this is coming from a parent. <laughs> A pageant dad too. Yeah, pageant dad. Not anymore. She's she moved on. She's a she's a foot. She wants to be an athlete. She plays t-ball. One day she'll be a robot dog. One day, yes. If she if it's up to her, she'd play football this season. And I don't know uh, if anybody's seen me out and about. Um, my daughter is about thirty pounds, maybe soaking wet. Yeah, she is a tiny And girl. but she is all sass and all mean. Um, you were, we were up here one day and she took a baseball bat and was, uh, hit me in my kneecap. So if, you know, if, if, if pageants or whatever she chooses in life doesn't work out, she can always be a mob enforcer. Right, she's got to get so, rid of the mob, right? You know, just, yeah. just Tanya Harding reference. Yeah, yeah. 
that's flying around today in the office on the, the Tanya Harding references. That's El Jefe's go-to uh, reference <laughs> right there with the Tanya Harding. Uh, uh, Achilles and his brother and his brother's family have a vast meal of uh, pork <laughs> and beans with one lone hot dog in the middle of it. The saddest looking hot dog I've ever seen. It was like that's one sad wiener. Yeah, like, uh, and that was supposed to feed what the the five the five kids and the three adults. Right, and the well, and one of those a pregnant wife. Woman, yeah, yeah, you know she needs her nourishment. She you know for she must have got the the the, I was, the hot dog. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna go for the wiener, right? <laughs> she she was. They were gonna say wiener on this podcast. <laughs> What, what about that phone call? I mean, Eric drops the F-bomb like every time he does a show. He's like, like fuck this. And so, and now we've got the explicit dad. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. I blame Eric Rogers. Memory card radio. <laughs> Herring on the Mobcast Network. Damn you. <laughs> got to put the explicit tag now. No one's going to listen. So uh, the two bees are now fighting over to who's going to get to f- the fight the robot judge to fight Alexander. And to weed them out... They basically, the, the good guys look to elementary school. Yep, the old jungle gym. This old giant jungle gym with a hole at the top of the roof and says, all right, guys, climb up. Whoever gets there first can get to you know, drive the robot. I'm not going to be honest. Those scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. Did you Did you have the big dome one? No, no, we were, we were I, went, I grew up in a really poor, tiny school. See, we had this big dome, and it was it was like that, you know, where you could fall through and everything. <laughs> so, like, everybody was like, oh, let's go to the top, let's go to the top. Whatever. I was like, nope, not going to the top. I'll play on the inside of this thing. Pretend like I'm in jail or whatever. You, know, you could have captured, captured me. I'm definitely not climbing up to the top of that. So that always that and monkey bars always scared the hell out of me. When I, was I was never good at monkey bars. I could get like, I mean, I could get a good start. Yeah. I could get like, all right, I got three, and then my, mo- my momentum was like, I don't know what to do here. Let's just go back to the ground restart. <laughs> I'm gonna just drop down. Yeah, anything that involves gravity on a playground, I I wouldn't do it. I did like the merry-go-round though. Playground seemed a lot more dangerous when I was a kid. Like now thinking back about it, like the merry-go-round. Oh I, yeah, I can always remember kids like getting thrown off. the When's side. the last time you've seen a merry-go-round? I haven't seen one available. I don't think they make them anymore. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen them in in forever. I right either, and they were used to be my favorite thing. I, you know, oh, yeah. either. I always loved when the when the teachers would get out there and like get you. Oh yeah, yeah. Class, <laughs> and like kid, they'd be you know secretly laughing. They'd be like, ah, little fucker. I like, I like my favorite thing was you know trying to get as fast as you can the jumping off it all all like superhero like or you know he's like I'm doing a roll or whatever I've got to do this parachute roll perfect <laughs> right and and then another thing like you know like I always grew up um, with like when Nickelodeon was huge like all that and they had Inside Out Boy right uh, that always used to freak the hell out of me I always thought like if I was going too fast over the over the uh, and I would eventually go over I'd become Inside Out so I always shot away from go trying to flip the bars you're listening to things that scare Aaron (laughs) you'll find there's quite a few things I could probably do a whole show (laughs) you listen to the weekly mopcast you might get a few of those stories well I've got some gems yeah yeah, you already told some gems I still like the um the the, the was it the Owen Hart funeral? Yep, the Owen Hart funeral. Yep. Yeah, you you have to listen to the first episode of the uh, weekly mopcast to hear the Owen Hart funeral. It is it's mostly a- epic. I'm that's, a, I'm that's a how fan. Right that's how you get you hooked, right? Just a little teaser that go back and listen. You you got to learn the re- listen to the rest of the show. To the rest of <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll drop some more teasers. Right. You'll never know unless you tune in. Oh, so there's this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so um. Athena makes her way to the top of the hole, and so she's the one chosen. And Achilles finds out, and he's like, "All right, all right, I got to come out of retirement because you know can't let a lady drive the robot. Just can't let her live right there. Can't hey, do it." 
I got a message from a friend. <laughs> I love your show, guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's what, what it is. She's, she's, she's pretty much like, do you have a show? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so uh, um, Achilles comes out of retirement, which I thought was only like a day or maybe two. Yeah, it, it, it couldn't have been very long. But the way they were talking, like, you know, he comes back and they ask him, how come he came back? He's like, I had to get back in shape. And it's like, you were laid off for, or you were retired for like one day. There's no way you are. You had pork and beans in a nap. Yeah, and, and you shared that pork and bean meal with, with eight other people. Right. Seven other, seven other people. So there's no way you're you're definitely uh, letting yourself go after, after your post-fighting career. But yeah, they the film made it seem like he'd been gone for like months. Right, and 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 if you go back and watch it, the the after they declare that the the, the first match was forfeit, or, or uh, a draw. Six days later on Saturday, they were going to fight for Alaska. And so, you know, he was like, I'm out. And so yeah. I guess that was Monday. And so the Monday gets drunk. The, drunk is so that's probably Tuesday. So we have three days. Let's yeah. go three days. <laughs> cough. I need a cough button. Or two. TB is really getting around in the studio <laughs> right now. TB. TB time. But, um,. So he comes back, and of course, Athena gets mad because she's like, I'm supposed to be driving the robot. He's like, women can't drive robots. You be quiet. They can't do it. Not yet. So while that's going on, the film tries to wedge in a B story about spies in yeah. the, the organization where, yeah. like, you know, you can um, find um, out secret, you know, the, how the secret weapons work and whatnot. <coughs> and so we have um, our, our Asian guy who I was going to look up because he reminds me of uh, Sato from Karate Kid Part 2. And while the whole time I'm watching the movie, I'm going, Miyagi! <laughs> Miyagi! So I'm looking up to see if that... Uh, see if that's who it is. Uh, that's who it is. Yes, it is! <laughs> I'm, I'm, my, my memory's good at this stuff. I, so, um, Miyagi! Um, or, you know, Sato, but he's like, like Miyagi! <laughs> One more time. Miyagi! <laughs> I can't do it now. So, um... Uh, the scientist guy, Dr. Uh, Matsumoto, who um, has invented all these cool weapons, and they... Keep I don't know. They're really not all that cool. Do you have a laser? I mean, I don't have a laser, but right. I would th- I would hope it would work better than his. Would you want a laser? Lasers are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I used and to have they, laser and, pointers. And they don't work because you know, they... They know about them. Yeah. Spies. You know, spies. Thwarted his plan. Thwarted his plan. One day he will kill me. Miyagi. You meddling kids. <laughs> Miyagi! Fight me, Miyagi! <laughs> also, Karate Kid Part 2 is amazing. It's one of my favorite films. You ever seen it? Me? Yeah. Have you, uh, El Jefe, have you seen Karate Kid Part 2? I've seen Karate Kid Part 1. I haven't seen Karate Kid. The Jaden Smith one? or No, no, I've seen the old one. I haven't oh, seen the Jaden Smith one. <laughs> I have not seen the Jaden Smith I one. Yeah, I have seen the Jaden Smith one. I'm a, what would Will Smith do, remember? <laughs> That's another <laughs> teaser. But yeah, I, I've watched the remake of the, the Karate Kid, and it was actually quite well. Is it? Is it? Is it does it hold up to the first one? Because I watched the... I watched all... Um, I don't count um, the next Karate Kid. I'm sorry. I'm a fan of Hilary Swank. Don't get me wrong. I just, but they're just, and it's not that I don't like women as karate. Kid. Don't don't get on that. It's just that movie doesn't fit with the rest yeah. of them. And there's like, it's they. Sh- I don't know. I don't get it. So I I no. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. So to me, in my universe, there's Karate Kid, Karate Kid Part Two, and then Part Three, which is a horrible film. <laughs> 
It's basically fighting for championships and little tiny trees. Not too. That sounds like a. I don't think I ever made it past the first one on it. To be honest, with karate. Or no, I've seen. I'm. I'm a terrible liar. <laughs> I have seen the part two. Oh, uh, you, you, it's just old memory. Yeah, it's just back there somewhere. But yeah, I've seen. You never seen three? I don't think so. All right, so three. Okay, we'll get back to Robo Jocks in a minute. In a second. <laughs> But until hey, then. look, there's giant robots. Let's talk about something real. <laughs> Tony Trees. All right, so what's cool about the Karate Kid movies is even though they're filmed, like, years apart, mm-hmm. they have the same kind of, like, one-year continuity or one or two years continuity. So, yeah, the first one, uh, it's it's Elizabeth Shue, I think, is the girlfriend in that. It's a rep macho Elizabeth Shue. And correct me, you, please correct me, because oh, we need followers and, you know, people to complain about us. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, uh, at the end of one, it doesn't work out uh, because she's gone to college. And she met a college guy, and he's yeah. all hurt. Two, um, Miyagi has to go to Okinawa to visit his dying father, and that's when he meets Sato Miyagi and um, fights Chosen, who is the worst Japanese name ever. <laughs> Chosen! I, I don't think Chosen is a real Japanese name. I'm just throw that <laughs> I don't out think there. it's authentic. But Ralph Macchio makes this hot... Japanese Okinawan babe, and she's a dancer and speaks enough English. Like stripper dancer, or no, no, no. like just she's like, like she's like she wants to be a ballet dancer. Okay, she, and okay. she knows like traditional Japanese dances. And okay, and so um, uh, that doesn't work out either. <laughs> she was going to come to the U.S. and go you know, to to Fresno to study at you know, Fresno's fine dance schools. <laughs> Apparently, she gets an offer at Juilliard or something because you know that beats Fresno. Fresno, and so. Um, uh, uh, Danielson is going to go to college, but instead, he decides he wants to help Mr. Miyagi um, make um, bonsai trees. And so, the whole time this is going on, you remember the bad guy from the first one, the guy who owns the Cobra Kai do- dojo. Yeah. Um, that guy. Um, oh, and I can't think of his name. I don't have to look it up, and I feel bad because I shouldn't know it. Uh, please forgive my... I, I, we didn't know we were going to do the Karate Kid, so we were just... <laughs> We're, you know, we're off tangent. And you know what? Karate Kid is a better movie than Robo Jack, so I was correct. It was Elizabeth Shue for, for, See, look at for that. the first one. You beat uh, yourself down, but Kreese, you got that one right. Kreese, Kreese is the guy who owns the Cobra Kai do- dojo. And so apparently he is ruined at the end of the first one. Like, his his attitude ruins him. And um, he's like, he's got a friend of his who's a, or a former army buddy or whatever from mm-hmm. Vietnam who, who's a millionaire. And, and, and who I guess owned the dojos and Kreese just ran them and he's like I'm giving you the keys back to the dojo don't want to come in <laughs> and his buddies are all like well you know I can't let my friend get humiliated yeah. so and so he hires like the greatest karate champion in the world just to mess with Danielson That's it. so it's it's like I'm hiring the best bully in the world to bully you you brought this on yourself this is the plot of Karate Kid Part 3 making little trees and defending my championship from the worst bully in America. <laughs> Sounds like a really good uh, story. It was one of the ones we definitely have to do. I, I, I thought everyone's seen the first three. I nah, like I said, I've seen the first two, I think. My favorite Karate Kids movies are the Three Ninjas. Like, I have never seen a Three Ninjas. Oh my, you have never lived. You get on out of here. <laughs> My favorite. It's my podcast. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> my favorite is the Three Ninjas Strike Back at High Noon or whatever. It's the one with Hulk Hogan in it. They take over a theme uh, park. Another wrestling be... reference. Yep, I'm full of those. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's a really good movie. They're on Netflix. I think all the Three Ninjas are on Netflix. Keegan loves them. 
<laughs> now, I, my daughter has like got the most eclectic taste in movies, and I, that's partly because of me. I, I do believe, because uh, I'm just insane, and I probably uh, have done some terrible things. That makes me sound like I'm like admitting <laughs> to something god awful. I'm a terrible person. I've probably done some terrible <laughs> stuff. More interesting than Robo Dogs. But yeah, no, she's probably watched um, a lot of movies like, and this makes me sound like I show her porn. She's watched a lot of movies <laughs> that like kids her age probably wouldn't see. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, like, like what? She's into like Darkwing Duck, and then, like a kid from like 2014, you wouldn't think would be like, oh, Darkwing Duck. But she likes like Darkwing Duck. Yeah, that's good dangerous. Show. I mean, Darkwing's yeah. pretty awesome. Like, and um, Howard the Duck. I uh, I I probably would have shown my. How old is she? Six. She should be six in January. Yeah, I wouldn't have shown my. When I was like three, so she really didn't know all what was going on. Well, there's a whole scene. The whole the whole. I totally forgotten about that because I watched it when I was a kid. Right. It's it's so funny how we forget that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um. I watched it. Um. Uh, my, my dad, great guy, I guess, showed <laughs> me the movie, and I continued the uh, the the greatness as I showed it to my daughter, and I was like, oh my god, I don't remember it being this bad. So like, I was definitely like. Covering, his, I was getting ready to cover Jeff's eyes. Face lies, because I hope he doesn't hear uh, human and duck sex, bestiality, <laughs> alien beast. Hey, oh, he's an alien. Yeah, he looks yeah, like a duck. I don't know. If, duck, I don't know if that's bestiality. I don't know what that actually is, but that's, it's, it's bestiality. That's Japanese porn. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably some kind of weird fetish. Like it's kind of yeah. like a furry, a like feathery. A yeah, it'd be kind of like kind of like that. But yeah, Robo Jocks. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> so um, Achilles is going to fight. Um, we find out that there's a spy um, uh, among them who turns out to be Tex. Yeah, they kind of go the racist way. <laughs> right, he's like, try to pin it on the <laughs> Japanese guy. He's <laughs> like, it's, uh, it's not Sato, and it's suddenly the Texans come in and go, well, hell, you caught me. <laughs> Guess I'm going to have to murder you in the worst way possible. Well, not a, I like how he sh- shoots him in the head. Yeah, and... Yeah. There's no bullet wound or nothing. It's like somebody took a paintball gun behind the shot and was like, Duck! <laughs> just go ahead and take this shot real fast. Just lay here in your chair like you've just been, like you're uh, embalmed in your chair or whatever. Uh, of course, the, the, the Japanese guy who's trying to film the, the, the secret weapon on tape, so there, when the, the robot jock goes to fight, he can be like, all right, we'll play this tape so I can learn how to, because he can't read. <laughs> and... <laughs> I totally was wondering why he was recording that best message because I totally forgot he couldn't read. <laughs> so I was like, why is he giving this personal little video uh, montage of underneath the tinfoil sun is where you will find the trigger to blind them. It's very, very specific. It's like, look to the right, the big the big button with a star on it. You know the button that wasn't there before? <laughs> Push that one. That's our secret weapon. That will, yeah, that will blind people for 90 seconds. That's the quickest 90 and, seconds, too. <laughs> when, when it happens. Like 30 um, seconds. So, uh, more, well, Matsumoto is killed by Tex. Uh, Tex blames him. Oh, I found your spy. <laughs> you know, it's, it's this dude. He done killed himself. And um, then there's a knock at Achilles' door as he's getting ready for his fight. And it's Athena. Wearing an ascot. She's wearing an ascot. And she's like, hey, baby, I love you. This, let's, I'm just going to give you some good luck. And she drugs him. <laughs> and then they have the worst kung fu fight in a bedroom I've ever seen. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty uh, pretty weird kung fu fight. Especially, like, when, they, when they're going to turn around. Like, when they were sitting there, like, lined up to a karate fight. And uh, I don't know why I'm doing the motions on radio. Um, <laughs> it's very nice to watch you do these motions. But they're sitting there, and, you know, they're in the motions. And now then, like... doing YMCA he, back <laughs> So he's... They're, you know, they turn around to kind of switch positions. Like, that was the most awkward. They, they kind of went, like... You know, kind of, and again, I just tried to show the microphone what I was doing. But, um, I'm going to, uh, 
for the YouTube version of this, and we'll get you film you doing that. So I'll, I'll add that on top of this. Just he's doing this part. I bet somebody who can do age progression will probably find me my old YouTube videos <laughs> that way. <laughs> I so. really want to find that old YouTube video. That's that's amazing. But yeah, it was it was a really awkward um, karate fight scene or kung fu scene in the bedroom, uh, and, and then like they go to the. They, they end up on the bed, and you're like, oh, well, they're going to, you know, take a romantic approach yeah, at this. Is, this movie's gotten different. <laughs> and, then, and then she grabs him by the gonads. Yeah, well, yeah, and she bit his lip, and then she, uh... I thought she, she needed him. him. I thought she needed him. Well, she she done something to his gonads. That's all it took for Jeff. He lost, <laughs> he lost it right there. Yay! Gonads were touched. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Woo, BDSM! <laughs> well, that was a little too far. I didn't know what... I didn't know what okay, now we find out that... Aaron doesn't wear underwear. And Jeff is into being a gimp. <laughs> he has a nice gimp suit hanging in his dorm room. Oh, That's why you don't have a roommate, isn't it? Yeah, I, I requested that. <laughs> the gimp suit? <laughs> no, the you, gimp suit came with me. I was like, no, I don't want a roommate. I don't, he, I don't need them finding this kind of stuff. Un, he will see unspeakable things. unspeakable things. <laughs> wow! Yeah, so... Uh, it's definitely been entertaining. Yes. Um... How's that weather? <laughs> <laughs> Athena overpowers uh, Achilles, knocks him out. Trashes his house. Trashes his house. She's like, I'm screwing up your video phone. I'm knocking your automatic door out. You're stuck. You're just going to be trapped in this house. And then she gets in his outfit and she goes to, to get on the robot, which makes no sense to me because she's a, she's a tinier yeah. than he is. Shorter, and everyone's like, Hey, cool, what's up, Achilles? Because she's got the helmet on, no one can see. And so they just assume, What's up, Crash and Burn? Crash, crash and Burn. burn. <laughs> Thumbs up, yeah. Crash and Burn. Burn, crash and burn. <laughs> yeah, that was worst, a... worst motto ever. But Crash um, and Burn. And and no one figures it out until she gets on into the robot. And they slap her on, well, they figured out when they kind of slap her on the yeah, ass. Yeah, it's like, Hey, that's a lady's butt right there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. I can't read You're that. You're not Achilles. <laughs> I can't read, but I like that. So she kicks a dude. And jumps in the robot, and another another dude closes the canopy for him. Let me get that door for you. I don't want you attacking me. Yeah. Don't hurt me. I'm on your side. And remember that when you played that when you were a kid? You know, like, no, no, fair enough. I've got class four armor. You can't hurt me. You can't do that. But, yeah, and then, like, that scene was really, really, um, I, I guess I'm just, like, really picking through it, but... You know, she's in the in the mech suit, and the um, override switch isn't on the outside of the mech. It's, it's like right it's, there. It's, it's like, on her console. She can. I'm gonna hit this giant button now. You, now I ro- run this robot. And like that was really strange to me. But then also, you know, they sent out guys with, you know, machine guns or whatever to kind of stop her. Spaceballs. Yeah, yeah, they have those yeah. spaceball giants yeah. with giant helmets. And and they're coming to stop her or whatever. And she kicks over their scaffolding, and then just proceeds to climb out of the uh, like the. The honey hole, I guess is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what you'd call that, but uh. Sure, I'll we'll go with that. Um, she goes to climb out of it, but then later in the movie, she flies. The 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 suit flies. Right, right. So like, I, I, why didn't you just fly out if you could fly later? Uh, but yeah, that was um just a really weird scene right there, for me anyway. It was. I mean, it was a bizarre. It's it's bizarre. Um, so she's got her her robot. So she's gonna fight and kill. Uh, Achilles shows up and he's he's too late. Uh, oh, oh, let's talk about how he gets out of his house. That's the best part. That's the, <laughs> so you know he's trapped in his house. He can't get through his door because you know it's the future and all doors are run by a machine by one electronic <laughs> remote. One like and so he can't. There no windows because you Just know what? paper walls. Yeah, who needs windows? And and partially paper walls because there's like metal or concrete on the yeah. other side of that. Not really. Yeah, I didn't really get. 
And so he she, she trashes his house are the only two things you probably could trash in the house. He grabs his remote and he summons his flying car. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> it just and um it yeah he he breaks himself out by by summoning his giant flying car with with the sweet remote transistor right, remote right yeah, there the transistor the remote I like the fact that we don't see the flying car fly it just crashes in yeah and then we cut to the scene where there's like yeah we don't have a budget to make this car fly <laughs> we we have a giant robot to, to make move we have two of these giant robots to make move listen our budget kit we had to find these these four guys who look very dopey we had to get our two giant robots. We just don't have it in our budget to make flying cars. I'm just sorry. Things are going to have to be left for the sequel. The stop motion just killed us. <laughs> but it was awesome. Oh, Alex, yeah, yeah. So Alexander shows up, and he shows up in a brand new robot, which has four legs. Yeah, at first a little confusing. A little confusing. Um, you don't see the th- other leg. You just see that it looks like he has three legs. <laughs> right, but... Yeah, and uh, it doesn't yeah. really look like a leg. He's like, I'm tripoding it. <laughs> <laughs> but then you, you see the fourth one. And so he fires rockets at, at Athena, who is like, oh, my God. And they're like, fight back. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's what I've been trained all my life to do. That's okay. what I was made to do. They're all, I remember now. And so she, she fights a little. And let's just cut to the chase. She gets her ass kicked. She does. Well, he has that jackhammer arm. Yes, he has arm that just pummels the shit out of him. That, that was the funniest part of the whole movie. It's kind of sexual. You know, crawling yeah. the top of her. And it just like it's pulsates just, and pounds. My hand comes in. And I'm just going to fist you a lot. Yeah, and, and then, then she gets... Incapacitated, and so um, that was that was what the funny part was. So uh, between that, um, she does the blinding trick, um, which does nothing. Did nothing. <laughs> nothing. It slowed did him nothing. down for like maybe five seconds. seconds. He went, oh, I can't see. <laughs> and then he realized uh, he then, could see. And then we find out that um, Tex was the traitor, and so Tex is like, "Well, you can't catch me," and he jumps up to his death. It's really just anticlimactic for him. That whole that whole <laughs> storyline doesn't really make yeah, sense. Yeah, it was really kind of just pointless to do. They could have gone elsewhere with with the uh, different. I don't know what they else could they could have done, <laughs> but they could have gone another route. And so, uh, you know, Athena is getting her butt kicked and she's knocked out. She can't do anything. So uh, uh, Achilles does the heroic thing, gets back into his flying car and flies. But we don't see it because we get a close up of his face, <laughs> just grinning and just, just gunning it out. And apparently, it only goes. Five miles an hour. I can fly, just not very fast. It's just you know, it's uh, the the technology. Is, I can fly. Just be happy with that. You have so flying cars. While he's flying, the referees come down. Achille, uh, Alexander's got a foot. He's about to crush the poor thing, uh, poor Athena, and then he realizes it's the woman. And that just makes him mad. And the refs are like, "You guys have won Alaska. You can stop this." And get out of here, Federation. And then. His boss is like Alexander. You, we stop being an idiot. And also, that was the only line he had in the entire movie. Well, you know, he probably goes paid well for his one line. <laughs> yeah, and I've been like, I'm important. Yeah. I said that line. Yeah, that just broke our budget. That one. Line. <laughs> so Alexander crushes the referee's car because he's like, I'm gonna fight Achilles. Achilles climbs onto the to the mech and he's about to climb in. And he looks to Alexander. And he says, I'm gonna get in this thing and I'm going to kick your ass. That is my favorite line in the movie. I'm like, yes, kick his ass. I'm do it. I'm gonna. So they fight, and you know he gets. Well, they get Athena out because you know after uh, they kiss. Every, yeah, for they, real kiss. Alexander is like not squishing anybody. He's like, I will wait to fight you. I'll give you a fair chance. Right. You kiss her, do whatever you got to do. Get her out. Now we're gonna fight. Um. Uh, he launches the robot into space. Yeah. He flies for no reason. There's like, all right, I'm a shuttle now. Yeah, they they're just in outer space, just kind of like chasing each other, and then 
Alexander does the same thing. They fly in space for some odd reason, and then they come back. But I guess they have understand can't read, can navigate in space and trajectory. So they they basically land back in in, um, in Death Valley. Death Valley. So astronauts who are listening, and I know there's a lot of I have a, <laughs> we have a lot of astronaut fans on this podcast network. How hard is it to launch to space? And a minute later, fly around <laughs> Earth, or fly around the Earth, and then land. Someone work out that math problem without reading. Without, without, without reading, yeah. Someone, someone do that math problem for me. We had some fans just walk by. Maybe we, we could ask we, them. Yeah, we could have asked them. <laughs> I don't think they were fans. I think they were lost. <laughs> <laughs> where, where are we at? Where am I? <laughs> what, are, what are we doing here? I'm, I'm not sure. It's, um, it's really dark up here. There's three husky men in one room. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> Bring it on. But um. So they land um, during the space battle. The Achilles's uh, foot is shot off because they're like, "Oh, Achilles heel!" Yeah. That, was a, that, that was a writer high fiving himself. That was Stuart like, Gordon going, so it's, "It's amazing." Um, so he's rolling. He, he changes his legs into um, uh, tank treads and becomes becomes the Lieutenant Dan of the robot world and rolls around. <clears throat> this is where it gets a little weird for me. The um, enemy robot, Alexander's robot. Basically grows a chainsaw dick. Yeah, yeah. He he, uh, he uh, has a little compartment. After after um, Achilles shoots him in his robot tank, then he grows the the, the chainsaw dick. Uh, maybe maybe it turned him on. Yep. Yeah, maybe that's kind of maybe it turned you on. That's yeah, what you're trying to say. That's what he's trying to say right now. He's like maybe if it worked for me, you, it works for him. Are you projecting, <laughs> ladies? <laughs> if you have a chainsaw penis. I'm your man. El Jefe's for you. Not me, not Aaron. Uh, El Jefe. We're you want some chunky meat. <laughs> I am now uncomfortable. <laughs> El Jefe is going to get a, a Tinder app after he's here as well. <laughs> you find him on Tinder at El Jefe, Loco. <laughs> and of course, I will correct that at the end of the podcast when I want to do the, the end on this. After the booze portion of this, after we talk to the bar winch, we'll, we'll, we'll correct some things. But um, there's a fight. There's a crazy fight. Let, let's just cut to the chase. Both robots are destroyed. The the both pilots are having this weird hand to hand combat. Man to man. Man to man. Actual man to man. And and giant onesies. I mean, yeah. they're uh, there's these giant space onesies, and they they fight like toddlers, like how toddlers move. Yeah, they definitely like they had a diaper full of something. <laughs> right. It just it was just it's just oh, it's so bad. It was so 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 bad. And um. Then they just decide to make up. <laughs> we are bros. They fist bump and uh, and crash and burn, right? And then so um, and so that, that's and no, nope, that's it. That's it. We don't know how. We don't know what happens. That's the end of the movie. And um, that. I'm assuming world peace happened after that. <laughs> but, yeah. Where else could you go in world peace? I mean, you know, you 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 pan out. You see the two fists join, two enemies able to duke it out on the battlefield, fist bumping each other. It's always a good sign right there. Maybe that's what we should do with ISIS. Just walk up. Be like, man, fist bump. Let's just do it. Let's, let's fist. Fist. stop beheading, fist bump. Stop beheading people. Let's just we got you. on our fists. Got you. Um, we can do that with Ebola. Ebola, <laughs> like fist bump. Come on, Ebola. <laughs> Quit being a dick. <laughs> it's cool. We both can love Ebola. We can work this out. Listen, we, there's got to be some place you'd like to go. We don't have to die. Right, we don't have to die. <laughs> we can both live. Fist bump, crash and burn. Crash and burn. And what do you know now? I have Ebola. <laughs> you are a tricky bitch. Oh, don't even say that because it's, it's no, yeah, that's yeah. You say it now, everyone's gonna think Ebola in West Virginia, and yeah. well, I mean, 
I mean, I'll be honest. Uh, we had an Ebola scare back home in Alabama. Which, really? Yeah, yesterday. It was all over the news. I don't, you know, my mother, who listens to all our podcasts, uh, <laughs> our number one fan, uh, was, was updating. Hi, Miss Scotty White. <laughs> Well, Nita Jeffers. Okay, Nita Jeffers. Yeah, so <laughs> Nita Jeffers. So uh, that's a personal shout out to my mother. I'm a good son. <laughs> I hate that it's the, on the explicit. <laughs> Mom, you have to listen to some really dark stuff. But if you don't want to listen to that, you can. I'm an adult. I can say words. <laughs> you can fast forward to it towards the you know towards about the hour into it. Yeah, at the just, end though, at the end yeah. of this podcast. Yeah. We're, we're, but just, um, just don't so. listen to El Jefe. <laughs> yeah, let's not say say anything about El Jefe. But because um, he's he's a weird weird boy, <laughs> we like it. We'll keep him around though, in a box. <laughs> <laughs> Bring out the El Jefe. But so there was an Ebola scare in Alabama. Oh yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Back on track, track right? Um, one of the hospitals or something, and I, I I don't know all the details, but I'm like, it is a, it's a really scary thing. Well, the moment I heard there was an Ebola scare in Alabama, I went, no, there wasn't. <laughs> That's some redneck be like, man, I got cold Ebola. <laughs> <laughs> I, so that way, if you, I mean, I, you know, and there's that scare that's in Ohio, which is north of us. But seriously, the first thought you, you know, the first thing you think when you hear the first case in West Virginia is, is, is some hillbilly going Ebola. Yeah, it's like, I, you know, I just called off of work. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't you come in? Well, I, I got have, the Ebola. I have Ebola. I just, well, <laughs> my Ebola's acting up. <laughs> can't do it, boss. Man, I am pooping blood. <laughs> but yeah, it's it it. Definitely, and I'm crazy. So it, yes, yes, you it, are. It scares the hell out of me right now. And in fact, like I'm supposed to go to Ohio this weekend for a zoo trip because uh, I'm off. I don't have a football game to call this weekend because they play on Thursday. So right. go state, go state, go state. Uh, beat UC, bring that trophy home. But um, now you can identify exactly where we're at. <laughs> but yeah, like I'm sitting there and I'm like, um, you know, I don't know if I. And we're going to Columbus. We're not even going to. You know, it was in Akron, but I'm sitting there panicking because my crazy self. But yeah, so. Are, you, are you really scared of the Ebola? I am terrified. This is—I didn't eat meat for like fourteen years. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember because you of twenty twenty. So imagine just being grown up now, thinking about that. Yeah, it's. So you can wear a hazmat suit when you go. No, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm also. That's what I'm gonna you for Christmas, I'm man. I'm also for <laughs> whatever will be will be. <laughs> so like, is, uh, wow, wow, that's an interesting combo. So yeah, I'm crazy, but I'm fake. Uh, yeah, whatever. I'm crazy, and that's where I was built. Just the universe provides. The universe take away. Don't be a dick. It's <laughs> the, the, the easiest way. That's the only religion I've got, and uh, it, it makes a lot of sense. So, um, do you feel better after watching this film? I feel like a better person. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, uh, all jokes aside, I mean, it, it is. I, I've this is the second time we've watched it recently. I showed some other friends. We we tried to do uh, another podcast with this. We just didn't get to the recording part, and so I was like, "Well, I'll show it to the sports guys because it's the closest thing, like I said, to a sports film I have." Um, I will correct that. We got to find some more. I think well, the Running Man would be fun to do, or or um, They Live. We should do They Live. You ever, no, I've never seen it because there's a fight scene that we should get you guys to do uh, um, commentary, commentary, coloring, coloring, commentary on. Uh, or, or find a good like a football like a I mean I wish there was a mutant league football game yeah, or movie I would, or I would something love to watch. I could go watch that now like inner seven eight year old me would love to see that movie I, I would shell out major bucks whatever they like, ask for or NFL blitz the movie yeah <laughs> you know, the games like the storylines in the games are really awesome right um I I would love to see a road rash movie yeah road rash was my game. So we have to get you on Memory Card Radio, too, to talk about all the stuff. That they, they love to have. They let me invade from time to time, and that's fun. I got to rant about the aliens calling Marines recently, and that was fun. Um, but but all jokes aside, you know, 
you know, I watched it recently, um, and I, I like it. It's, I mean, I still watch it. Yeah, I mean, it held my attention. Yeah, it, it was a good movie. Um, <laughs> like I said, it you can definitely see similarities that uh, maybe Pacific Rim. Right, there's like, a lot of, or, yeah, yeah I mean, you know. Almost identical stories. I mean, obviously it's, you know, monsters versus instead of us fighting for world domination. Wait, right. But, like, you know, you can see, like, there's, there's two warring, and there are two different sets of mechs, you know, they're for the uh, Pacific Rim or whatever. But then you can also see, like, um, with our hero, Achilles, you know, he, um, and then in the Pacific Rim, there's also the hero, and he kind of, like, gets hurt, doesn't he? Right. Like, and he's got the dad who could be the text guy. Right. And so, I mean, there's lots of, like, very similar storylines with Pacific Rim, and I like Pacific Rim. I, I did, too. Movie. I did, too. I did, too. Uh, and, of course, I like, I'm a sucker for good. I, I, I like a good monster movie. I yeah. like a good giant monster movie, and Pacific Rim has that for me. Pacific Rim doesn't really have too much rewatch value. Yeah. I've, I've seen it. I saw it twice. I saw, I saw it. I really liked it. Showed a friend. And I was like, I'm good. I've seen RoboJux. I'm kind of the same way about RoboJux. I'll probably watch it again in a few years. Or, or so once every few years. Oh, yeah. Movie. If we ever get to do these live, I'd love to do RoboJux live. But, um, you know, I you know, I, I like I like mech stuff. I like, you know, Mech Warrior is pretty sweet. And this is the closest thing to a Mech Warrior movie we've got. And, you know, once again, while it's stop motion you know, an- animation, it's really good for... Yeah, for 1989-1990, I, I was, like I said, I was really impressed. I think they were a little bit ahead of their time, maybe. I, I think so. I think so. I mean, they had, um, I don't know if ahead of the time, but they, they really utilized what technology they had at the time. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of um, the Ed 209 from RoboCop and the, the RoboCop 2, the, the, not, the, the monster in the movie RoboCop 2, mm-hmm. RoboCop 2, which is what it's called, but... The but the the claymation is a similar kind of stuff and um, you know well anim- I guess um, animation um, stop motion but it but it's really good stop motion and it's it's really fun I mean the, for me that that storyline is ridiculous acting's over the top yeah um that the, the the misplaced B plots that could go nowhere I mean it's it's it, it's a flawed flawed film. But it's worth watching for just the robot fights. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And like, like you said, you know, it's it's you know, there it has its flaws. It, you, you know, you got to call it what it is. It oh, does yeah. have its flaws. But um, at the end of the day, like, I mean, it was it was a really you know, it wasn't like a god awful terrible movie, you know. And it was I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Halfway, what do you think? Uh, I I liked it. I mean, I really did. It's a man of few words. Huh? Movie girl. I had a chainsaw dick. I was quite, <laughs> I was quite pleasured by that. I liked it, you know. Rat tails. Um, yeah, chainsaw dick. Um, I feel like I could. You're a man of simple pleasures, aren't you? Yeah, I'm a simple, simple man. Uh, I feel like I could run through a wall now because I watched that movie. Or fall off a. Just after whatever it was that text jumped into. Um, I want a cow. I can't rock a hat. I have a giant head and a lot of hair. I have a giant head, but I always tell like Matt always makes fun of me because like he's got a baby head and I have a giant tour head. Yeah. So like I always be like it's it's because I have a big head because my brain's big. <laughs> so that's that's my excuse. I guess so. It's in my family line. Our whole family's got the 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 Dean side of my family have giant heads. Plus I've you know, I'm Creek Indian, so I have a lot of a lot of hair on top of that. I, and I'm jealous because I would love to rock a hat. So since I can't rock the hat, I'm like growing my hair out long. I'm just like I'm just whatever. God's hat. I'm just gonna wear God's hat. I'm gonna let it go. I'm just gonna let it go. Princess Leia the sides and kind of like a hair. I wouldn't do if I Princess Leia the sides. I wouldn't do the buns. Yeah. Because I'm more a fan of the Empire Strikes Back. The 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 kind of braids. Yeah. I would I would go that way. I would do that. I'm I'm a more fan of that haircut. I'm like 
I truly belong with uh, among uh, I truly belong among the the clouds. That's what I want. And now we're back. <laughs> Uh, the magic of radio. Editing, 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 edi- editing, editing. It's always full circle, isn't it? Editing, it's cocktails. Like, it's it's like we never listened to the episode at all. We just stayed right here for the second the, one. In the same room. In the same in room. In the same clothes. We're like an '80s sitcom. We are. We are. Our fourth wall actually has windows. We could be an audience out there. Radio stations have windows. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Most rooms have windows. The <laughs> Not television studios. Oh, true. So see, there you go. Breaking down barriers. Break one by one. <laughs> so what do you have for us uh, today? Well, the cocktail for this unfortunate film. I don't know if it's unfortunate. Come on. It's it's giant robots fighting each other in the Cold War era. Post-Cold War. It's post-World War Three. Post-World War Three. Uh, well, anyway, I actually There's have, a lot of drinking in this. There's whole bar scenes in this movie. There's lots of drinking in this movie. There should be bar scenes in every film. I mean, there, there's a guy who goes, like, starts with a letter A and tries to get through as many cocktails as he can come from, from A. Got to G. See, he didn't know me. Yeah, that's true. He did then, not know you. Then we could have progressed all the way You're through You're way the cuter than the bartender that we had in that movie. That guy was like a burly, like, biker guy. Was like, uh, you know, in, in my research for, for this episode and, and she this does particular research. film. I do. I do. This is very serious. Cocktails are an important part of life. Um, you wouldn't believe how many things there are available, like build your own robot uh, cocktail waiter. Build your own robot drink server oh that's cool so i encourage all of the listeners to investigate in, in building their own robot you can put that on youtube and hash and, and uh follow us on twitter at mobcast network and hashtag robot jocks i guess uh, robot cocktails uh, robot cocktails um but there is actually a real cocktail called robot cocktail I, who knew <laughs> You did. I, I, I do now. I, I, I don't believe I had, had investigated the robot cocktail, until, which ironically, considering my past, you'd think I know about all things robot cocktail, but I didn't. Well, you know, you, you know, you learn something new every day. Exactly. Exactly. But but this particular recipe for a robot cocktail um, is a half a pint of Jack Daniels whiskey. That's our starting point. A half, <laughs> half pint, pint of Jack Daniels whiskey. You know it's good. It's a half a pint. And then then we follow that up with an eighth a pint of vodka. Oh, that's an interesting combo. Um, sure, we'll go with interesting. Well, I mean, can we, the, the, the movie follows kind of an American feel and a kind of a Russian feel. So you have the, the forces joining together with Jack Daniels and then vodka. Right, right, exactly. That and that's sort of this whole theme of, of this segment is as I went with the American versus uh, Russian, and Jack Daniels and vodka being very representative. But in the robot cocktail, we we go a half pint of Jack Daniels whiskey, an eighth a pint of vodka, and if you don't have a pint, close on the measurements, one half to one eighth, and then two drops of grenadine. Now mm. I, I I don't know for certain that most people have the palate. To taste two drops of grenadine, if we're talking about a half pint of Jack Daniels and an eighth a pint of vodka, but so be generous with your grenadine. Grenadine to taste. How's that? Grenadine to taste. We'll treat it like salt in soup. Grenadine to taste. But anyway, you mix these these three items in a highball glass and then add ice and and drink. That, my friend, is is a robot cocktail. All right. Uh, I'm 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 kind of afraid of 
I, I, I challenge people to drink the robot cocktail because I'm not sure that it's um, something that most people would find palatable as a cocktail. All right. So that's your challenge. Your uh, drink challenge. Your, your cocktail, cocktail challenge. Your cocktail challenge. Uh, so uh, mix your drink if you're of legal age. <laughs> we yes, had, we 21 had, and older. 21 person. and older for this challenge, please. I think we're covered legally now. <laughs> so uh, film yourself on YouTube uh, drinking this thing, and we'll see if you can stomach it. I'm curious. Um, I, I, however, did find a, a very similar drink called a bitter pill. Oh, that sounds frightening. Uh, yes, it does. And it, it's sort of after watching this movie or while watching this movie, you may feel compelled to take a bitter pill. Real quick, I thought our custodian walked by with a shotgun. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> It's possible. I think it's just a broom and a vacuum hand, but, but sorry, it's just what it caught my. She make you to go with what works again. Right, I don't piss her off at all. No. Well, if you if you would like to try a bitter pill, it again is the theme of uh, vodka and Jack Daniels with a a, a little more um, palatable sizes for most most cocktail consumers. A bitter bitter pill is one ounce of vodka, one ounce of Jack Daniels in a pint glass. All right. And uh, then you add ice till it's full after your two ounces of, of alcohol. Again, one ounce of vodka of your choice uh, and one ounce of Jack Daniels. Then fill it with Coke, uh, Coca-Cola. Or your soda. Soda of your choice. Or pop, as they talk about in West Virginia. Um, yeah, pop. Don't don't put your dad in there. That would be embarrassing. <laughs> and if, if you're going to put you your might dad enjoy in, it. let's go back with a half pint and eighth pint measurements. Go but, to the, <laughs> the robot. That's where you put pie in, right? After you put your soda of choice, soda, soda, uh, Minnesota, Minnesota, a. a splash of lemon juice. Oh, that sounds dainty. It does. It does. It sounds better than the two drops of grenadine somehow. Which also kind of sounds dainty too. It's like. <laughs> I think the, the two drops of grenadine is what makes it uh, maybe a, a cocktail instead of just getting liquored up on a Saturday <laughs> <Okay>. night. <laughs> <laughs> or Wednesday add, at my add, house. Add grenadine and it's a cocktail. Just drink a pint of vodka and a pint of Jack Daniels and it's called Tuesday. All right, so so the instructions of the middle pill is to mix the vodka and the Jack Daniels first and then add the ice? Yes, Why, and your Coke. Well, could you add the ice first and then pour it in? What would what would be the problem? The, the problem with that is I think you want to make sure that your, your alcohol in the bottoms mix before you pour it over the ice. See, look at there, science. <laughs> uh, and then your Coke is going to, your ice and your Coke are going to serve as the things that as you pour the Coke fairly quickly, not too quickly, obviously, you don't want it to foam up, is going to cause the, the, the liquors then to mix more. Gotcha. You, you don't want them mixing over top of the ice because A, it'll melt the ice alcohol science <laughs> uh and 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 b it will they'll mix better so what i would suggest if you're going to have the bitter pill would be to take your ounce of vodka and ounce of jack daniels and swirl them in the bottom of your glass then add your ice pour in your soda and then your splash of lemon on top now it recommends everything i've looked at and when i have this i, I recommend not stirring but you know if you're a little wussy and you want to get the lemon juice down through you can you can give it a little quick swizzle <laughs> and i just wanted to say swizzle i think you just want a swizzle <laughs> Swizzle. All right. So that's our our cocktails for for this film. Let us know if you like the the robot cocktail because that's we're curious about it. I'm not sure if I'm brave enough to drink you know a pint of alcohol. Well, you know, <laughs> like that's not been done before. Right, but not not like in once like right now. Like you know, I'm not going to shoot a. <laughs> well, it's not a shot. It's right. a cocktail, so you can take your time. You you could sip this casually while eating. Um, Potato pizza. I don't know. What would be a food that would be Russian and American? <laughs> Potato pizza. <laughs> I don't know. 
yeah. Well, we like to mix things up. So that sounds very American. Yeah, borscht. I I don't know. Apple pie <laughs> and borscht. Borscht. <laughs> I, yeah. Some sort of sausage, some sort of vile <laughs> sausage made of animal parts we don't normally eat. I'm thankful I live in America. <laughs> and that's some third world country like Russia. But, but I would suggest that if, if I had to pick one of the two cocktails to go with this film, I think I would go with the bitter pill, even though the other one is, is more appropriately named. Well, you know, you know it's, it's, all, it's all in the name, I suppose. Let us, let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know what you think. We're, we're, we're kind of curious about how this part of the experiment of this show works. Um, also, so next week uh, our show is Phantasm 2, so we'll have something about grave digging or midgets or something. Phantasm. He said fan with a P. Yeah, phantasm. <laughs> no O's. <laughs> I didn't want to go with that. That's what I went there. That's right. You did. You did. You did. You did go there. Um, so, anything else? You bar what's your? Did you find your Viking King yet? I, no Viking Kings, but it, it is. It is. There are a lot of people on the San Francisco Giants. A lot of men on the San Francisco Giants. Team That's right. She is a baseball fan. That well, as most bar winches should be, um, that that would fit the bill. So go Giants. I think she just likes balls. And bats. <laughs> and bats. One bat, two balls. <laughs> not not to be confused with uh, three plows, one Amish. Coming soon from Mobcats Network. Um. So so go Giants. Whoop. Giants. I'm going to go with the Royals on this one. Okay, that's acceptable. Because because yeah, fans are, are great, right? And the Giants have won recently. Yes, they have. And so let the Royals win. I'm going strictly on a National League and better looking thing, which is which is how I choose a lot of my teams. Who's your favorite player on the Giants? Um, gosh, I don't know. Oh, 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 oh. who's the cutest player on the oh, Giants? Oh, the cutest <laughs> player, and and I'm gonna if people if Giants fans listen to this, they're gonna hate me. But Tim Lincecum is like I I have naughty dreams of Tim Lincecum. Um, he's beautiful, but you know lately Madison Bumgarner's been the guy, and um, Brandon Crawford and uh, Michael Morse. I mean, it's you a can see her dream. eyes; she's getting all dreamy, and <laughs> it's a I'm a little dream. uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Stranger danger. Back I to phantasm. A, I, need, uh, I need an adult. <laughs> but no, so um, as it is baseball, baseball season's wrapping up. We're headed into the World Series in October. There are a lot of fabulous fall seasonal brews uh, that I suggest people who are into that sort of thing go try. Line and Google has a great Oktoberfest. It is very delicious. Rivals Sam Adams, and I'm. I, I actually think it's better than the Sam Adams, and I'm a big. I'm not a big fan of Sam Adams. I don't. I'm not of the logger. The Boston logger. The bo- I'm not a fan of the but but like I'm a huge fan of Oktoberfest. I'm a huge cold snaps. My jam. <laughs> I can't wait to spring. So if Sam Adams is listening, you better have it this spring. I will be sad otherwise. Uh, pumpkin ale. There's a couple of pumpkin ales <laughs> that are pumpkin. out. Of course, the Reds and Angry Orchard are doing their seasonal things. Uh, so lots of delicious seasonal uh, brews and ales, beers and ales that I would suggest people try um there are several places go to your local uh liquor stores slash uh pharmacies a lot of places will allow you to do individual bottles and so you can try several of the seasonal pharmacies <laughs> yeah i mean i know we have a pharmacy up here that does it i I've, that's but you know being from an outsider to the state i'd never seen another pharmacy that has done that uh, i think every pharmacy should do that oh i think yeah like cvs should totally do that <laughs> well but it, it's a right chain aid. pharmacy so yeah harco <laughs> Petco, Walmart. Uh, did you not? Did you not have Harco's up here? No. We had Harco's back down south. Harco, Harco Drugs. We had Harco's and 
uh, Rexall and um, they all got bought up by CVS or right, and right. Wow, uh, Rite Aid or uh, Walgreens. There was another one here. I can't I remember, remember Harco. what it was. Harco was the one I Rite Fruth, right? Revco. We had Revco. Fruth is very regional. Yeah. I think it's just here, but we had a Revco, and I think uh, it was bought right. up by CVS. Um, but yeah, so all of your favorite places that uh, have alcohol and beer and wine, check and see if they'll let you do the mixed cartons because that's a good way to try the seasonal right. beverages. Well, if you like them, please let us know. And if you got any other cocktails for us, uh, especially fitting the robot theme or the Michael Jackson's Moonwalker theme or the upcoming Phantasm theme, you can uh, just hit us up on Twitter at, at Mopcast Network. So we're looking forward to it. I think that's about it. That is. Have a drink. Uh, well, yes, let's have a drink. <laughs> so would you recommend this film? Yeah. Um, like I said, <laughs> if you're a fan of Pacific Rim... I, I bet you got Google friends who would get really get a kick out of it, though. Yeah. I, well, like, I have, I, yeah, I have a really... <laughs> I mean, you guys are my group of friends, and you guys got a kick out of yeah. it, so. We, I have a really eclectic group of friends, um, and actually what we used to do, because we're kind of weird, after, you know, we kind of burn out <laughs> on, like, drinking or whatever, we would just take to Netflix, because Netflix is a great place to watch terrible movies. Oh, yeah. Um, Crackle. Crackle. Crackle's oh, yeah, guys Crackle, ago. yeah. We, um, so we'd watch, we've watched way worse movies. Um, Rubber. Uh, <laughs> I, I, that's I mentioned that. That's a terrible, terrible movie. But, yeah, I would, I would, I would suggest it to friends. What about you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. That I take that movie back home and show it to my friends, especially my brothers. They would love that movie. They'd be like, oh, the 1980s, such a simpler time. They'd be, they'd be saying the same things I would. Mm-hmm. Talking to do a commentary of the play. That would be called. <laughs> Just, he comes out of stage left, and, <laughs> and uh, he's going to coming on stage left right there <laughs> where he's a sharply dressed man with uh, some peacock glasses and so, so why didn't you color combination for the homecoming <laughs> homecoming uh, festivities ah, just so coronation yeah. coronation would have been a great great thing to do right there I'm just I'm, believe it or not I'm really shy yeah, so I love like, it. Uh, hiding away like a chud like up in the <laughs> up in the tower of football games or oh well, back this up real quick you said chud have you seen Chud? Uh, I have seen bits and pieces of Chud. You've not seen all of Chud. I've not seen all of Chud. Have you seen the sequel? No, I have not seen the sequel. Did to you Chud. know? Do you know there was I a sequel? I know there was a sequel to Chud. Chud Two, Bud the Chud. Bud the Chud. I, uh, th- that's the title. Nice. It Chud cannibalistic human, humanoid underground, underground dwellers. Yeah, Chuds. My dad lives in, a, in in the basement of my 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 family's house. So he's a Chud. Yeah, I call him a Chud all the time. Wow. So yeah, it's. But, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, it, that would be cool, though, like, going around and, like, commenting on uh, every day, like, grocery shopping. Oh, right. well, that's a, that That'd made, be a fun bit. That makes something we, 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 can, we can work up. Yeah. Yeah, she, she's getting ready to pick up the melon. She, that's uh-huh. not the way it is. Yeah, she's going to put it down. It'd be better if we just, like, didn't tell people we just showed up with the dick pepper filled from the semi-pro, the terrible sports coats and the turtlenecks, which I think I'm going to adopt for basketball season this year. Right. That outfit. But getting back, I got a little bit off track there. Uh, about our show, about our show, it's a weekly. Wait a we've been off track the whole. <laughs> this podcast, we honestly, I mean, it's supposed to be about robot jocks. I'm pretty saying 33 percent of this was robot jocks. Yeah, and that might be yeah was, was bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but our show, it's a weekly show. We uh, focus on Western State University athletics. Um, Find your fashion. Yeah. <laughs> 
jack it up and jack it strong. Find your passion. But um, and we, oh, real quick, just to clarify, this is a student broadcast. Yes, student broadcast. Um, but yeah, we we cover the athletic events and not only for our university and the conference that we play in, but also we uh, comment on major news happenings in the other professional leagues. And uh, it's just a really fun show we do. Um, we record on uh, it's available on Thursdays. So actually, I've got to go home and edit. So I can have it uploaded for tomorrow. Yep. So <laughs> back is against the wall, but I live that way. Nice to procrastinate. That's um, what we El, do. El Jefe Loco is a new um, member to the show, and uh, he's really working out well. He's getting a lot of experience this way. And that's so, El Jefe, what do you do on the show? What is your job? Uh, my show. My, my show. <laughs> Listen to that. He's already taking it over. On well, my show. I don't know what he does there, but it's... Uh, how, many show, how many shows has he, has he done? Today was our fourth show. Fourth show? Third. Third, third. Apparently, right. I can't care. Right, eight more to go, buddy. Then you're yeah, replaced. <laughs> I love them. That love is our keyword, key number. Wait, wait, who gets replaced? Uh, Aaron. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, and to figure out that bit, Good. please listen to the first episode of the weekly podcast. Yeah, it's it's all about throwing back. Well, you know, we're a network. We're just helping each other out. Yeah, just, uh, just don't do a human sacrifice on me. You never know. I mean, hey. numbers take a dip. Hey, but you know, you may get a vacation out of it. Yeah. Where do you want to go? Well, if uh, you do a human sacrifice on me, then... Well, no, I'm not no, no, tell no, you what no, you do. no. Like, like... Where's your dream vacation? Yeah, where's your dream vacation now, Huffy? Okay, we'll go to a NASCAR race. Which one? I've been to one. I got fried alive <laughs> at the one in Richmond. Not Should like, I? not like baked, like... Which, which NASCAR race would you go to? Uh, honestly, in all seriousness, there are two. He's devoted. Look at this. Two, no... Three. Oh, this is growing. You're getting expensive. <laughs> now, there, now, there's three that I would go to. I would go to the night race in uh, Bristol, Tennessee. In Bristol, yeah. And then uh, either the night race in Daytona or the Daytona 500 in February. No love for Talladega. I was going. I was going to say Talladega. I mean, I, 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 I'm an Alabama boy, so yeah, Talladega. I mean, yeah. I mean, if I if I if I was forced to go go to one like at gunpoint, <laughs> they're like, you will go to one race. I'm like Talladega. Talladega, I guess. Just, <laughs> come on. Uh, what's funny about speaking about NASCAR and how uh, you not a fan of NASCAR? My family is huge fans of NASCAR. My mother is. Uh, my my mother is a Tony Stewart fan, and I don't. Old smoke. I don't know. After this, the how does she I, feel about that? I don't know. I am. I, I think I, I guess that happened right before I I was home for the summer doing my, yeah. my college internship when that happened. And we were like, we're, we're right into your show now. Yeah. And um, that, and so my mom wakes me up because you know, I stay at her house because, you know, rent's free. And uh, she's like, well, Tony Stewart done, done killed somebody. And so I'm watching the video. I'm like, I don't see it that way. See, I saw it as he swerved to hit him. Because, like, how do all these other drivers miss him? All right, and so. And smoke, you know. Okay. I'm not an expert at driving or NASCAR, but from what I'm told, the way those cars work, you have to throttle up anyway to, yeah. to, to get control of that, and I think that's what happened. Also, the dude was all in black, which is, you know... I get that, well, but... <laughs> also, if you look at the uh, the track, the track was not lit up. No, yeah, I, I, I get that the, the... So I can see how it looks like he, you know... I can, I can see, like... And to, uh, Tony has that, 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 that whole... Yeah, so, I don't, I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't think Dude should have stayed in the car That's yeah, pretty good. He should have stayed in the car He was high though that's, I didn't hear that That's why he got That's why Tony Stewart Because the, they were going to prosecute him and and they found the, the guy was, was high 
that that got ran well, that, over. Well, that makes sense why he got in the car. But, um, I didn't know. What what I saw like from the video was it made it looked like he you know all these other drivers were swerving around to miss him, and Tony Stewart comes and just like you know I think maybe he was trying to scare him. I don't think he intentionally meant to hit him. But yeah, that's that's the, that's the kind of stance. Yeah, I, I don't know how mom feels about it. I mean, it's like, it's like maybe, maybe the, the next time I come, you know, uh, when I come guest on your show, I will ex- get that story. N- we, we may Skype her. <laughs> <laughs> but um, talking about my family being huge NASCAR fans, we went to a NASCAR race, and I used to be a, a, a bit of a thug. Um, <laughs> still are. Still, I still like cornrows. Um, yeah, I, I used to love want to get cornrows so bad, um, but not in my head. I want to get it on my beard. That I couldn't grow, but I wanted to corn grow my beard. But anyway, like Mark Martin several years ago was sponsored by Viagra. Yeah. So I went to the races being, you know, the badass that I am at like 14, 15, you know, thinking it's funny to wear Viagra gear. So I'm decked out in Viagra blue shorts, Viagra t shirt, Viagra visor, and we're at the Coca Cola 600 in Charlotte, which is, you know, a long race. And, um, yeah, they turn left 600 times. We're sitting there. I guess 600 times four. I'm not going to do math. But. I'm, <laughs> I'm with my family, and I'm with my grandpa, and Tupac, huge hero of mine. Uh, so he had the Thug Life tattoo written across his stomach. Right. So I took a Sharpie, a pasty, husky boy <laughs> in Viagra gear, paste, uh, wrote Thug Life across my stomach in Sharpie. And what's funny is... Like, Why did you write like Viagra? Viagra. <laughs> it, was so, it was so hot. Um, I was sweating. <laughs> So, like, at the end of the day, like, it wasn't on me anymore. Thug Life was in backwards on the inside of my shirt. It had sweated. It had sweated. Oh, off. you made a transfer. I did. Yep. So, yeah. Used to be a huge, huge Viagra Mark Martin fan. You know, I learned more and more about my co-host every day. <laughs> I never was a thug, but. Oh, I was. Hardcore. You know, I got, you know, I got down to my MC Hammer and my Vanilla Ices, and I loved my hippity hop. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to talk about your show? Um, no, that's, uh, that's it. Like yeah. I said, we got a new host, El Jefe Loco. We cover state stuff. We cover local stuff. We cover folk stuff. Uh, it's just a really fun show. And uh, If you like sports, these are good sports guys. I like them. Yeah, they're good friends. And, uh, we had a great time doing uh, Robo Jocks. Yeah, we had uh. a blast. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.